Hey ladies and gents, welcome back to Beauty Travel and Sophistication. I'm your host, God's Masterpiece 22. Welcome to another segment. This segment is called Dating Tips. Now this is probably one of my most prepared topics to talk about. I know a few of my segments in the past have been just about every and anything that has been coming to mind as I'm speaking. And sometimes I think that's good to not always have scripted segments, but this one is a topic that I really, 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 really want to talk about because I'm sure every one of us has experienced this at some point in our lives, whether you are dating, whether you are married, whether you are single, uh, whether you're trying to get out of a relationship because you're like, girl, let me tell you, this isn't working no more. These dating tips, I'm sure will help you all. Now I'm no expert to say the least, I'm not an expert, but I will say that these are things that I tend to put into practice. And I think some of these things will also be tips that will help you all out as well, men and females. But I think I'm mostly speaking to the females. So if I do say like, if the man isn't doing this, um, it's more so I'm referring to a man. But if I do mention something else that is for both gentlemen, I may not always say, Hey, when you're looking for a female, so just try and like kind of think that I'm saying it for you as well, but I'm just not saying it if you get what I mean, but I'll I'll do my best to tell you guys when I feel like it applies to both men and female. All right. So number one, in my book, you date for marriage. Especially if you're on the older side, maybe late 20s, early 30s, late 30s, early 40s, mid 40s, you know, getting into your 50s and above. And I say this because when you're young and you're just starting out like your early 20s, a lot of people don't know what they want, right? So they tend to date around and sometimes dating around leads to pregnancies that you necessarily didn't want, but Hey, when you're in the mood and you are doing the deed and you're not using protection, that happens. I remember when I graduated high school way back, um, there were so many girls that graduated with me that were like pregnant literally within two, three months after high school let out. And I was like, dang, y'all were just like waiting, you know what I mean? To like get out and just explore. And I mean, really explore to be having like a kid on the way. And I'm like, dang, you're just 18, 19 years old, like already with your first child. Like you have so much, you know, in life, you're just starting out from high school into like adulthood. You know, you're probably either going to be going to college or working a full-time job, joining the military, leaving your parents' house, having your own place. And now you have a baby to raise, you know what I mean? And sadly, unfortunately, some of the guys, they just want you for fun. So they bounce and leave. They're not even there with you after you have the kid. And it's funny because it's like you were there with me when we, when, you know, when we was just messing around, kicking it. But now that the kid's actually here, you don't want no part. Obviously, they didn't really want you for you. They just wanted you for what you could give them at that time, at that moment. And that hurt, you know, to see that happen to a lot of the people that I went to high school with. And sometimes they were on to baby number two within uh, three years later. And I'm like, dang. And sometimes it's not even with the same guys with another guy. And they're still single. And I'm like... Okay, after baby number two, you should probably like close the shop. Shop isn't in business no more. I don't care if you're dating around, 
You, if you can't use protection, you know what? If you're not married, you shouldn't be doing it. Shop is closed until further notice. You know what I'm saying? Until someone puts a ring on it. Because then all you have is these kids growing up without uh, 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 two parents in the home. Anyways, like I was saying, my tip number one is dating for marriage. So when you're young and you're dating around, right, keep the shop closed. Shop's closed for business. We're not open, right? We're not open. You can't get no late night snacks, no nothing. We are not open. We are closed for business. So get to know a person into the right match. You know what I mean? Bring them home to your folks. Let them meet them, you know, and, and see how they feel. You know what I mean? Because your parents always can see what you can't see because you're so in love and oh, I, I'll drink his bath water and he's just perfect for me. And your parents see a side that you don't see. So definitely take what they say into consideration. I know you're probably like, Ma, Dad, you just don't want me to be happy. But they really do. They just see things that you don't see. And then at times you will realize it sooner or later, at some point in time, months or even years later. And the thing is, they don't want you to end up heartbroken. So in your early 20s, you can date around. Um, but I mean, when, you, when I mean date around, get to know a person. Don't tell them all of your business, your information, your childhood, everything like that, because not everyone needs to know all that. But give them the basics, you know, they can handle the basics, you know, like what's your favorite food, you know, uh, your favorite color. What are places that you like to go hang out? You know what I mean? Don't tell them all the places now, because if y'all get into an argument or y'all are done and then they come stalking you, you know what I mean? You don't want that because then you know he real crazy. And nobody wants a crazy dude. I know I don't. So anyways, yeah. Date around or in your early 20s, just focus on your schoolwork, focus on just um, getting to know who you are as a person, getting to know what you like, what you don't like, you know, what things you will tolerate, what things you won't. And then when you get to your, you know, late 20s, early 30s, you know what you won't put up with and you know what you will put up with. And sometimes not necessarily. Sometimes it takes you a little bit longer. And that's OK, because we're all still learning in this in this world and this 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 life. So. Back to dating tips. Number one, date for marriage. Date because it's going somewhere. You know, don't waste anyone's time. My thing is, if I'm going to date you, I'm dating you because I know it's leading to marriage. I know that this is going to be a forever thing. I'm not wasting my time with you going on these dates that are pointless because in about five months, you're going to break up with me and be like, this isn't what I want. Um, most girls will be like, girl, I'll go out just for the free meal. <clears throat> go digger. I'm just saying, in my mind, that's all I feel that you are. If you're just wasting the guy's time, just going out for a free meal because you don't want to pay and you want him to pay, you're just looking at what he can give to you. And that means that you're using the guy. And if the guy really is interested in you and you're not interested in them, tell them up front. And fellas, the same thing. If you're not interested in the girl, don't waste their time. I get it. Some guys are like, well, I just want the prize. I just want the cookie. But think about it if you had a daughter and your daughter was out on a date, and the guy didn't really want your daughter, but just wanted her for what she could, you'd be pissed off. you want to beat the man up and be like, how dare you do this to my daughter? But then think about it in your case. You did that, right? So why are you mad now at the guy that wants to do that to your daughter when you probably did the same thing at some point? Now, if you never did, man, power to you, because there are so many guys out here that give all the other good guys a bad rep. That even the good guys that don't want nothing like that get turned down because every girl thinks all men are the same when they're not. So date because it's going to go somewhere. Date because you don't want to waste that person's time. That person doesn't want to waste their time and they know what they're looking for. They know what they want, what they want, and they're ready to like settle down with you. This is the same thing when you go car shopping, right? You know what type of car you want. You don't want any other car but that car and you won't settle for anything less. That should be the same way 
men and women go into the dating field. Hey, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. You know what I mean? I know me. When there's certain things that I like, like I like those shoes, I want those shoes, guess what? I'm going to get those shoes. How much is it? I'm going to work to get those shoes. The same way it should be when a man is trying to catch a woman and the same way how it should be like when women, there's a guy that catches your eye and, and he's into you, you should really be, you know what I mean? Keeping your standards high, but at the same time, not too high to where they can't even get a little hello, how are you? I mean, let's not be too stuck up now. So that's my dating tip number one. So fellas, dating tip number two. Now, if I stop and I'm saying dating tip number five and we're on number 15, don't judge me. Okay. I've lost track because I don't have these numbered. So for my fellas, don't be afraid to approach a lady. If you uh, have that oomph in you, like, you know what? I'm going to approach her. And even if she rejects me, I'm still going to go to her. Go for it. More power to you because you guys are the hunters. So if you see someone that you're like, wow, she is absolutely beautiful. Go up to her and talk to her. What's the worst that she can actually say or do? Exactly. You're going to get a hello. You may get a smile. If you throw a little joke in there, that's great too. So I'll give you guys an example, right? Actually, it happened today. So I was at the gas station about to pay for gas and I went in to pay. And as I was going in the line, because there was like five people in front of me. The line was going mad slow. So I was going, walking in line, and there was this guy coming in line too. And I saw, he saw me and I saw him. So anyways, I'm standing in line. He stands behind me. And then he says, what did he say? Hi, how are you? It was like a good like 30 seconds. And at the corner of my eye, I could tell that he was like, you know, kind of like he glimpsed at me a few times. And then I said, I'm good. How are you? And he's like, I'm good. And then we started talking about, oh my gosh. We talked about so many things in that short period of time, but then we talked about, um, we talked about the weather. Um, and it was kind of like the vibe was good because what we were talking about was literally like, it was making sense. It was flowing. That's the word. It was flowing. And I talk about things that I know that's current. I know that's happening. So if I say, oh my goodness, I know this day is going great, but I hear it's supposed to rain this weekend. It's because I know it's going to rain this weekend. I've looked it up in the weather app and I've seen that it's going to rain. And then he was talking about, oh, then he mentions like, how long have you been here? And I tell him how long, you know, I've been living in the area that I'm in. And then, um, he says, uh, oh, well, where are you coming from? And I tell him that he tells me, you know, where he was coming from. And I was like, oh, nice. And he tells me how long he's been here. And I said, that's great. And so the lines started moving, but you could tell the conversation was going great. And I could tell that the line would not have been going super quick because it started going quick when another uh, salesperson went to the front that we would have had a little bit more time to talk and I probably would have got his name. He probably would have got my name. So then they called me up next because I was next. And instead of being rude and just, you know, whatever, I then looked back and said, have a great day. And he said, you too. And then I walked off. But the thing is, we would have never had that conversation had he never decided to open up his mouth and say, hi, how are you? And um, it made that time just nice to be in a line waiting to get rung up and to have someone that you could just conversate with, converse with. So dating number tip, dating tip number two is fellas, don't be afraid to talk to someone. Now it makes better sense if you're literally like in the vicinity, you're literally like right around the corner from them versus like all the way down the hall type of thing. And you're just walking up to the girl from like the other side of the, like, I don't know, the aisle, but I mean, I go for it. Go for it if you feel like, hey, I'm gonna just go for it. What can you possibly lose, right? You got so much to gain. 
So, um, that's dating tip number two. So dating tip number three, timing is everything. Oh my gosh. I can't express this anymore. Timing is everything. If the vibe is right and you have a connection, you are onto something, right? So I remember, um, I'll tell you guys this story. There was this one guy, um, that I remember at one of my previous bases, very, very nice looking gentleman. Right. And he would always stare at me, but he would never approach me. And I was like, oh my gosh, why doesn't he never approach me? And he would just stare at me. And I was always walking with like this girl that we worked together and whatever. And I was like, man, is she like cop blocking? Like if I'm not with her, would it give him more of an opportunity to kind of actually talk to me? But because I'm always with her, he can't. And we're like always attached to the hip. And every single time I saw him, he was just staring at me, staring at me, staring at me. But I didn't give him the look that said I was approachable, you know? And I mean, even to this, I mean, gosh, every single time I would see him and I'm like, oh my goodness, is he going to speak or not? And my thing was like, well, if you're not going to speak, I'm not going to do it either. Because my thing is I like a guy that's going to be confident. I like a guy that's just going to come up to me and talk to me. So anyways, um, I remember while I was there, uh, I actually started dating this other, I dated this guy and he told me that, um, he, they went, he had went out and that specific guy that always used to stare at me was there. And he literally asked him, Hey, are you dating me? And you know, the guy was like, yeah. And you know, um, I remember when the guy I was dating told me that I was like, Oh, I wonder why he would ask that in my head. But it kind of made sense that he wanted to know to see like, dang it, I don't have a chance at all again because she's with someone. And, um, it was like, if he would have just opened up his mouth and even spoke to me and said something, who knows where it would have went. So guys, don't ever be afraid to approach someone. If you're always constantly looking at this person and I get it, you look at the body language, you look to make sure the girl's approachable. Sometimes the girl is shy too. You know what I mean? And I know I was like, I can't talk to him. I'm shy. You know what I mean? I was like nervous and so it was never going to happen on my end. So I was just like, well, he's just going to keep staring and I'm going to keep staring and it's never going to go anywhere. And that's what happened. So, um, just keep that in mind. If you see something that you like, go for it. All right. So when is texting? Okay. So my thing is when, ah, I'm trying to think. I think when I was younger, I thought texting was like so cool. Oh my goodness. He texted me. I got a text message, but as you grow older, Texting is like, I'm going to need for you to like call me. So texting, I feel is okay when you're at work, right? And the guy just wants to check up on you and see how your day's going. Or let's say your boyfriend is like, hey, I made reservations for dinner tonight at 7 p.m. at Red Lobster or at Maggiano's or, um, you know, some restaurant. And he just wants to make sure like, Hey, is that going to work? I'll pick you up at this time. Then you can write a text back and say that works. Or let's say you're sick and you've definitely like lost your voice. You can't speak. You're just like, Oh, I get dark, you know, and that sounds horrible. But like, <coughs> you know, you can barely speak any words. And like, you're like, look, bro, I can't talk. Granted text messaging would be ideal because you can't talk. So those are the only two times I feel texting would be okay. At the top of my head, I could think of. There's probably several more um, times where I feel texting is okay. But when it comes to like dating, a relationship, getting to know someone, I think you need to make phone calls and talk to them or do video chat. I need to hear your voice. I need to know what you're doing. I need to hear how you sound. How is your day? If you say you're tired, I need to hear it. When I speak to you, like, man, I'm tired, man. 
It's been a long day. You know what I mean? Well, when you do text messages and let's say the person's not by the phone right away because they're watching a movie or they're chatting on the phone with someone else or cooking, you don't get that same type of like connection. You know what I mean? Then when you're on the phone, you know that, hey, this person has your undivided attention and you have their undivided attention too. But when you text, some things can be misconstrued. Some things you may take it a certain way when it really wasn't supposed to be that way, even with emojis. So I believe that you should call. If you're interested in that person, you need to pick up the phone and call the person because that's how that other person is going to know that you're really interested in them when you pick up the phone and call them. Period, point blank, simple. This whole texting business has got to stop. Phone calls is where it's at. And I really do believe that. So another tip is having date night. So I know a lot of people will say, oh, we keep dating. You know, even when you're married, we keep dating each other because that keeps the relationship healthy. So date night is great because you don't always have to go to dinner. You can just go, I don't know, see a movie, go see a play. You know what I mean? Have a little picnic, just simple things like that where you're just learning more about the person and you're in their presence and they're in your presence and you're just having a great time. It doesn't have to be anything super super spectacular and super like, you know, all out, but just something to just hang out, kick it. You know what I mean? I think that you should always do that. And fellas, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Hear me once, hear me twice. Pick a place that you can afford. I repeat, pick a place that you can afford. Now, if you start off like going to like this top of the line, like really high and restaurant where like meals be like $50 a plate. And that's not even including like your sides, you know what I mean? Or your drinks do know that in the female's mind, she's already saying that, okay, so these are the prices that you like. So in her mind, she's going to assume that you like the fancy things and that whenever you ask her, where does she want to go eat? She's not going to really pick somewhere that's going to be below what you just already like put out. She's going to be like, okay, well, this is what he took me to. So let me find a place that is upscale like this, because I feel like if I pick this place, he may be like, why do you want to go there when we went here? I'm just saying to a girl's mind. Now I, I had this conversation with some of my coworkers back at the job. And I remember they were saying they were really young though. And they were saying, yeah, I'm going to take the girl to a really nice upscale restaurant. But then from there on out, I'm going to be taking her to McDonald's. And I was like, see, bro, let me school y'all. That's what you can't do. You can't just drop like that. You don't downgrade like that. Like, oh yeah, so our next day is McDonald's because the girl's going to be looking at you sideways like McDonald's. McDonald's is something where, hey, y'all are established. Y'all have been dating for a while. And you're like, hey, look, babe, I'm going to McDonald's real quick to get us some McDonald's or whatever. What do you want? You want a cheeseburger, some fries? And that's like a chill day. You're in watching TV and let's say you want to do Uber Eats and you're like, hey, let's just get some fries and some nuggets and a McFlurry. Call it a day. You know what I mean? But y'all have been together for a minute and that's kind of like a little kick it thing. That's not like a really like dinner, dinner date, but it's like, Hey, let's just go out and grab something to eat real quick. A little bite to eat. You know what I mean? Before we go to like, I don't know, do, um, laser tag or something like that. But when you are dating a woman and you start off that high, keep in mind that you may want to continue on with that (laughs) type of, um, experience. Now you can, Red Lobster to me is great. I love me some Red Lobster. Carabba's Italian Grill is like my fave. Those restaurants are great. I don't think there's anything wrong with them. They're really like a great restaurant to go to. They're reasonable on price. When you're going to an expensive restaurant, make sure that you have expensive money as well. And don't be going in there saying, oh, so we gonna go Dutch? Because a girl's gonna look at you sideways once again saying you're taking me out on a date and you can't even afford me. 
Now, don't take the girl on this expensive date to impress her when you know that you're broke and you know that you're not going to be able to take her out for the next two weeks because you don't have the money. Take her to places that you know you can afford. And another thing that comes into mind is being honest, upfront, telling her, look, you know what I mean? I can't take you to this place, but one day, promise me, I got you. We're going to go there. But if you go to a fancy restaurant, ladies, a note, always bring cash with you, card, whatever, debit, credit card, just in case in the event, homie decides to say, oh, I can't afford you. Can you pay for your own? You pay for your own meal and that will be the end of that. Okay. Now it's up to you to decide if you want to continue dating this person. But in my opinion, that would be a complete like, uh, no, because that's like a deal breaker. Like, how do you take me out to a date and you can't even afford me? So why did you take me here in the first place? That's just me. I'm saying that's all I'm saying. So keep that in mind. You know what I mean? Keep that in mind. Watch for their habits. Watch their eye contact. Are they looking at you when they're talking to you? Or when you're talking to them, are they looking at you? Or are they looking at the whole room? I get it. If the guy slips and he's looking around just to make sure, hey, you know, he's in a great area. He's in a great space. He's just looking to kind of have his eye out on the scope. You know, just in case anything were to go on, he'd be able to protect you. He'd be able to watch over you and, you know, just to scope the scene of what's going on in the area. I get it. But if the person is always never looking at you, never giving you that much good eye contact, clearly they're not that interested in you. They're probably just interested in the cookie. So keep that in mind. If they're always on their phone, that's a big no-no. Because here's my thing. If when you're on a date with a guy and he's always on the phone, and let's say date after date after date, they're always on the phone. And then when you text him one day and he doesn't respond, then you're like, well, how come you can't text me back? But you're always on the phone. So just look out for certain things like that. That's what I call a red flag. And when you have too many red flags, that's a problem okay another tip ladies i don't know what number i'm on so we're just going to start giving off tips without leaving numbers ladies so remember chivalry is not dead you can bring it back okay bring it back bring it back like jc says bring it back like how i'm bringing back these finger waves hey and um i'm rocking them very well so chivalry is not dead but we are the prize, ladies. And I said this in my introduction or on my introduction on my page. You'll read my little biography of what this blog post or what, excuse me, what the um, podcast is all about. And I do talk about how chivalry is not dead and how we are the prize. So I said this in one of my old segments on my date that um, I walked to the car and I got on my side and the guy noticed I was just standing there and didn't get in. And he walked over and opened my door. You set the standards by what you allow. So if the guy doesn't open your car door, then you stand there by the car door and wait for him to come back around and open it. From there on out, he should be wired to know, oh my goodness, she likes her door to be open. Oh my goodness, this lady has standards. Oh my goodness, she's not gonna let anything go. When you go into a restaurant and you're waiting for your, you know, your chair to be opened or you know, whatever, he should be able to do that. Every door should be open from the restaurant door to everything. And I'll see people on YouTube and I'll watch like, um people's vlogs and like couples relationships and whatever and you'll see them the girl will be vlogging but the guy is right there opening every single door that's how it should be chivalry is not dead and like i said in one of my old um my old segments hey if the guy wants to order for you he can but i don't think it should go that far honestly i feel like hey you got a mouth too you can say what you want but what i will say is when the waiter comes over to ask what you guys want the gentleman should allow you to order first that's just how it should be period point blank you know what I mean? When the bill comes, the guy should take the bill, not have you look at it. Then it happened once where like, 
you know, you're there and you want to look at the bill and the guy just takes it from you. Like, what are you looking at the bill for? You're not paying for it. So yes. Now, one thing I will say to do is when you're on a date, don't overdo it. Okay. If you're stuffed and the guy's like, Hey, do you want dessert? And you know, you can't fit dessert in your belly that if you eat one more piece of anything, you about to burst. Do not, I repeat, do not get dessert just because you just want dessert to take home. If you can't eat it physically there, don't even take it. You know what I mean? And here's my thing. I have the tendency that if I go to eat out with a guy, I'm more intrigued on like talking to him that I kind of forget to eat my food. And then it looks like I don't eat when I really do. But because I'm out, I'm just so interested in like hearing more about him and all these types of things that I kind of like leave my food to the side. So I'm working on that where I'm eating and talking at the same time and multitasking than just like going out there and talking and not eating because then it looks like I didn't really want the food. What I really did is just... I was so interested in, you know, talking to them and maybe we got carried away in our conversation that I'm like, oh my goodness, I barely ate my food. So yes. Another thing is ladies always take care of yourself and do hobbies that interest you. And I say this because sometimes when we get in relationships with men, we kind of then put all of our hobbies and things of interest on the back burner. And then we want to focus all our time on them. And in their mind, they still do their things with their boys, play ball, whatever, whatever. But when we slack off. So continue to do things that you did before you got with him. Let him know that, hey, you have a life and that you have things that you do on a regular and that just because he came into your life does not mean that everything that you work so hard to get to, all your volunteer opportunities and things that you do just go to waste. Let him know that, hey, she doing it. You know, she's ambitious. She has this that she's into and this that she's into and this that she's a part of. And it shows that you're versatile. You know, it shows that you're not boring. Sorry. But it just shows that you have other interests and hobbies that you take part of that you enjoy doing. So don't become so available so soon. You know what I mean? Let him know like, hey, if he wants to meet up with you on this day, give me a minute. Let me check my schedule and see if I'm available. It To me, I feel like for the to the guy, it's like, dang, man, like she's goal oriented. She has things that she's doing. And I think that makes them even like you even the more that you're not just at home sluggish watching TV, doing nothing, that you actually are doing stuff with yourself. And it looks good. Dress to impress is another tip. So ladies, your color weave does not need to match your dress, nails, and heels. I'm just saying. Nowadays, everybody is having all different color types of hair in their head. And I'm just kind of figuring out how do they go to work with blue hair, green hair, purple hair, pink hair, I don't know. Now, if you got a wig and you just want to wear it on the weekends, go for it. But when you're going on a first date, let's just keep the hair to a minimum. The normal colors, you know, brown, black, blonde, burgundy, right? Isn't it burgundy? Or like brunette? No, brunette is brown. Like a burgundy color. You know what I mean? Like just like the minimum, you know, the colors that you usually see people in. The colors that you used to see people in back in the day before like all the colors of the rainbow came out and people was just picking different colors. Like you get a color, you get a color, you get a color. Just keep it like minimal. You know what I mean? Don't scare him off at the first date. If he sees you with your normal color hair, which is like brown, black, or blonde, or you know, that red. And then next minute on like your first date, he sees you with like pink hair. You're going to scare that man away. Trust and believe that he's going to be like, Oh, and you had blonde hair last week. What happened? Don't let him think like, dang, because uh, some guys don't want to be going out with someone where it's going to cause a lot of attention. You know what I mean? Where everyone's going to be looking at them. He may not be that type. Like he will probably won't know how to tell you. Can you just wear your own color hair versus like pink or purple? Because we get stared at by every and everybody. So just, just don't, don't do that. You know what I mean? Do dress with style, elegance, and grace. You know what I mean? And I mean, at some point, if you tell him, look, 
I like to wear my hair in these colors. How do you feel about that? Granted, it shouldn't be about his feelings, but at the same time, because you're going out with him, just keep in mind that like when you guys do get serious, you are a reflection of him and he is a reflection of you. So when they see you, they see him. And when they see him, they see you. So if you kind of look in all types of ratchet and crazy, they're going to be like, dang, such and such girl is wilding. You know what I mean? She looking a hot mess. And if they see you looking a hot mess, then it's going to be like, dang, such and such, you know, boo dude is like looking rink-a-dink, you know, looking crazy. So keep that in mind. So if you can't walk in heels, don't. Period, point blank, simple. If you can't walk in heels, don't. Don't wear them because then you're going you're gonna to be hurting and it's going to show in your face and by your movement. And it's not going to be looking cute. God forbid the gentleman can't pick you up because your feet are hurting. You have to walk slow or even barefoot just to make it to where y'all going. And that's embarrassing. It looks real tacky. So if you cannot wear heels, don't wear heels. Wear something that you're comfortable in wearing. So my thing is like, I remember I was talking to a friend of mine and she was like on first dates or on a few dates, she'll wear a dress. And I'm like, you wear a dress? She's like, yeah, because if you don't wear a dress, she kind of says it doesn't look like you care. It doesn't look like you put much thought into it. And I'm like, because I wear jeans or I wear pants, it looks like I don't put much thought in my outfit. <sighs> I don't think that personally, but some people may think that. I feel like wear whatever you feel comfortable in, but wear it with style, grace, and elegance. You know what I mean? You don't always have to be in a dress to go on a date. But wear something that you feel is going to be appealing, something that's going to still look very... Very like, um, what's the word that it fits the date that you're going on. So if you're going paintballing, don't wear a dress on the first date, you know, wear jeans and a t-shirt, maybe a long sleeve shirt. If you know, you're going to get hit and you know, like you bruise up pretty bad, but wear something that you know is going to be accommodating. That's the word accommodating, fitting for the date that you're going on. So I've talked about eye contact, right? It's key. If he looks at you, give him your undivided attention. I just want to bring that back up one more time. So this goes for both. Um, don't try to ha- too hard to make the date go super amazing. If on the first time that y'all met, y'all, it, y'all clicked. And then when you went on the first date, y'all didn't. You can either try again on date number two or just call it quits. Just be friends. But if there's no chemistry, don't force it. But if there is chemistry, you won't even have to try because it'll be so natural that things will just flow that you'll be like, man, you are literally like the homie. And he'll be like, you literally like the homie as well, where like we vibe so well, I get you, you get me, that y'all are attracted to each other and y'all could talk about literally anything for hours and just be cool. So fellas, like I said earlier, and ladies, if you don't like the person, be honest and tell them, don't waste the person's time. Because the last thing to do is waste people's time because you can't get time back. Once it's gone, it's gone. Date someone with goals and ambitions, someone that has values, because people that don't have that, uh, it just... Hmm. You just got to worry, like, why don't you have any goals? Why don't you have any ambitions? You don't strive for anything. I mean, and the goal could simply be like, hey, I want to save $500 extra for this year. Or I want to start working on college classes. Or um, I want to stop cussing. Those are all, like, stuff that you want to achieve, you know, be that are achievable. Hey, I'm trying to buy a new car by the end of the year. Um, I'm trying to lose weight. Uh, I'm trying to be more in shape. Um, trying to get back more to the homeless. I mean, those are all goals, ambitions, things that you strive for. It doesn't have to be super big things like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to get my real estate license. No, but something that they're going for and that they're just not living life day to day and, 
you know, they don't really have anything that they're trying to go, you know, strive for. So Pastor Creflo Dollar, um, look him up on YouTube. He has this uh, YouTube video called What's Your Motive? And I think that you guys should all watch it. So pretty much he talks about questions that you should ask on during your dating process. He says he asks, he says to ask a thousand questions during the dating process. And I just want to read some of the questions that he actually says that you should ask on the dating process. So here it goes. How do you act when you get mad? Now he said, this one's a big one. And I totally agree because he's like, he, you need to see how they are mad before you get married. What ticks them off? That way you need to know if you can handle it or not. Like when they get mad, are they like throwing things? When they get mad, like what happens? Are they cussing up a storm? Because let me tell you something. If you have like some really nice things in your home and you're married and the guy gets mad and he throws like this really expensive like um, chair that you got from some country um, and it gets damaged because he got mad and he couldn't control his feelings, you're going to be pissed off. If he throws this really nice, like, I don't know, um, cup or glass cup that you got that you paid like over a hundred bucks for and it breaks because it was glass, you're going to be pissed off and you're going to be upset knowing that, not knowing that he got this mad that he would do these things because he's mad. He doesn't care what he breaks. So another one is, do you have a job? This one's a really good one because sometimes you go on a date with people and they can lie, tell you all kinds of things. And you find out that they didn't even have a job or they just got laid off or what they consider a job is not a job in your book, you know? And I'm just being real. How is your credit? Now that's a good one because when you guys are joined together, um, depending on who has a better credit, determines what you can buy, what you can't buy and what credit cards you can take out. And that's really a big thing. Because if someone is not good with their credit, that means that they're not good on paying bills on time. That means that they're not paying bills at all. That means that their um, interest rate is going to be super high. And that means that you're going to pay a lot more for things. So getting someone that has good credit just knows, tells you that they know how to manage their money. They know how to pay things on time. So get with someone that has good credit. Uh, do you plan on staying slim all your life or getting big at some point? So if you do to get big, no shade to anyone that's big. But make sure that you're a healthy weight and that you're healthy inside. And also when you're skinny too, because some people are skinny but or have horrible insides, right? They got diabetes and all types of things. And when you're big, yes, you are prone to a lot more diseases because you're big. So keep in mind that the bigger you get, your lifespan is probably a lot shorter than if you um, exercise and were healthy and worked out and stayed in shape and watch what you ate. So keep that in mind too, that you want someone that not saying that they're going to stay slim their whole life, but if they do get big, that they're managing it, they're working at it to get back down to a healthier size. Oh, uh, let's see, men, you should ask this question. How do you look without makeup to women? If your woman wears makeup, let, let, let them show you how they look without makeup. Cause let me tell you something. I watched a whole bunch of YouTube makeup tutorials and girls look completely different with makeup and without makeup. They look like a completely different person. And sometimes it's not good. So, uh, yeah, you probably should see them with makeup and without makeup. Yeah. All right. Um, how is your relationship with soap and water? This one had me dying because it's a funny question, but you don't really think about it, but it's so true that you wonder like, really people don't take showers every day. Do you take showers in the morning or in the after or at night? But honestly, some people don't. I knew uh, of a coworker who said when she went through, um, basic training for the air force, there were days that she in her, um, other girls that were uh, in basic training did not brush their teeth. They said that it was between brushing their teeth or getting ready. 
in the morning pretty much putting their hair in a bun. And so they had to tell their um, military training instructor that they, if they could have more time, ask the military training instructor if they could have more time because they didn't have no time to brush their teeth. I thought that was purely disgusting. I thought that was purely gross. How do you leave in the morning without brushing your teeth? Your breath stink. I mean, I can't even talk with my breath smelling stink. So I can't imagine how it must have been to get up, do your hair, and just leave with a horrible hot breath. That to me just doesn't sit well. I knew this one guy before he was married. He said, yeah, man, I would always bring a toothbrush with me when I went to, you know, to work because after lunch, I always wanted to make sure I brushed my teeth just in case I saw a pretty girl. I could talk to her and not feel like my breath stank. And I think I talked about that in one of my other segments. But it's the truth. Like hygiene is so important. And it, brushing your tongue is huge. Brushing your teeth, brushing your gums, brushing your tongue. Because your tongue, if you don't brush it, that's where a lot of like, um, yeah, the smell, the funk comes from. We want the funk, mm, mm. gonna have that funk, right? It's some song like that. But anyways, brushing your tongue really helps because you gotta brush everywhere. Everywhere to have that nice, clean, white smile and for you to have really good breath. Because nothing is worse than being remembered of someone because of their breath. Like, oh my goodness, his breath smells so bad. Oh my goodness, her breath smells so bad. That's such a bad turn off to have when it's something so simple that you can do. Another thing that I thought was really important was when he said, are you attracted to men or women? That is huge. Because nowadays, shh, oh my goodness, nowadays, y'all know. Are you marrying me to hide something? You never know. Like, let's talk about, um, what's her name? Bruce Jenner. And how she went to, what, Caitlyn Jenner? Like, what? And I'm pretty sure Chris Jenner knew that, you know, her husband was trying on these girl clothes and that secretly she, he wanted to be a female which she is now i don't even know how to how does that man yeah so in in that case that's a big example you know what i mean just know like hey if you see signs from the beginning like you know you looking a little too funny you know what i mean you ain't acting manly or you you acting too too girly you know what i mean um and this goes for both like look at those signs look at how they act look at how they present themselves if you see something that doesn't look right a red flag. Don't even dive in more. Just toss them to the side and be like, we're done. Um, and yeah, I, I think these are great questions to ask. He had a whole bunch more that he talked about too, but just keep in mind that when you're, when you're saying I do to this one person, you're saying for sickness and health for better or what for richer or for poor, that you're not going to cheat. You are going to be pretty much faithful to them forever. Cause the thing is when you get married, you want your marriage to be your only marriage. Sometimes it doesn't happen like that. But I think one of the biggest things is staying faithful and um, pretty much uh, acknowledging your faults. Don't go, into med- don't go to bed angry or mad. Um, handle your situation. Uh, knowing that, hey, if you guys are apart, you guys will be able to manage the distance, the loneliness, and that you will still continue to love them the same and that you won't have any other distractions in the way that will cause you to... Um, not want to be with your partner anymore. Nowadays, I feel like people just divorce, marry like it's nothing. Like they don't really value marriage the way it is designed for. So if you're not ready, don't get married. But if you are, make sure you know what you're doing because it's a serious lifelong commitment. So yes. Oh, okay. So I'm going to talk about some pros and cons. So the first pros and cons I'm going to discuss are when you're meeting a guy through a mutual friend. So mutual friends are not a bad thing, right? Because the pro is that you both have someone in common that you know. 
So that person, friend can tell you a little bit about that person, their quirks, their ups and downs, like the good and the bad about them, right? So you have like a reference. That's what I'm talking about, a reference. And that's always a plus because, you know, you like to have references. But then the con is that that friend may not tell you everything about the friend that he or she is hooking you up with, right? And then sometimes... Because they've never dated that friend, clearly. They don't know their dating habits. They don't know exactly how they're really going to be. They could only look from the outside in saying, well, when he was with this person or when she was with this person, from what I saw, he was faithful. From what I saw, she was faithful. But you don't know the other things about them. You know what I mean? Um, Such as like, hey, are they someone that's going to take the time out to spend with you? Are they going to call you a lot? Are they going to check up on you throughout the day? You know, do they, I don't know, have good communication skills? You don't know that because in your mind, you're the friend. So you you only know them from a friend's standpoint. You don't know them as a boyfriend or girlfriend. So just keep that in mind. And then also at the same time, if it doesn't work out, now y'all have that mutual friend together. When y'all go out and hang out, you can't see the one that they hooked you up with because then it's going to be awkward. And then if it doesn't work out, you may get mad at the friend that introduced you to him or her because then you're going to be like, I thought you said he was like this. I thought you said she was like this. She wasn't that way. He wasn't that way. And then that friend is like, really? I would have never guessed. Now, they could really honestly not know or they really could know and just kind of act that way just to be like, well, I really was trying to get him with someone, you know, and I didn't, you know, wanted to talk about this or that, but I was hoping he would change for you. The person isn't going to change unless they want to change. So that's like a big mm, situation that you got to deal with. Like, do you want to date someone that they know will be good for you? Because it could turn out two ways. It could turn out really good or it could turn out really, really, really bad. And it just depends on which way it turns out. Another thing is having a mutual friend, you or the person that you're dating now may go back to that mutual friend and tell him things, tell her things about that person that you're dating. And then now that third party knows everything about y'all's relationship. And I believe that when you're in a relationship with someone, you should kind of keep things private. Not everyone needs to know all your business. You know what I mean? You don't have to post everything. But when you have that third party, sometimes you may go back and say, hey, is he usually like this? Hey, is this person usually like this? And I think the thing that I like most is when you're dating someone and you all have that mutual friend, that they don't go back and tell the mutual friend things that's going on in your relationship. Because you respect them a little bit more to know that, hey, this is our relationship. Let's keep this between me and you and not the mutual friend. Not the mutual friend says, how are you guys doing? Keep it very, like, you know, surface level. We're doing great. Things are going good. You know what I mean? I got to give you props, you know, for pretty much, like, giving, you know, or, like, letting me meet this person. And if it's not going good, just be like, you know what? It didn't work out, but thank you so much for allowing me to meet that friend of yours the point that you actually thought I was you know what I mean worthy of meeting a friend like yours or thank you so much for recommending that person it didn't work out but thank you again and then you may not want them to recommend you to any of their other friends again because of that bad situation okay so online dating pros and cons right So the pro is that you'll see the requirements things that they're looking for right on their page and it's going to be right there on the site and text right there for you you'll see a few pictures of them but the thing is how do you know they're super current you don't know if they're super current how old are they or not now the con is that there's no background check and how do you know if that person is seeing someone else on the dating site as well yes dating means that you can be dating more than one person but when you guys start to get serious how do you know that person is still not going on the dating site trying to meet other people you don't know and then at the same time you have to trust what they say especially if they're from out of state 
you never know. There was just one, I was watching this YouTube video, um, and this girl had wrote this um, dating like a uh, coach, and she was saying how she met this guy from out of state, and they hit it off right away, and then he flew to see her, and instead of after, on their first date, they end up having sex. And she was like, yeah, it was protected sex, but this girl has like two kids. And then the guy that she met in another state is still married and has four kids. And his youngest kid is like, is a set of twins and they're one. And her kids are like 16 and 13. And uh, then she said like after a month of them dating, you know, online dating, whatever, he started to distance himself. And he's like, yeah, I'm going through this divorce. And it's just a lot going on because he has four kids all together. And I think... He was saying two of the kids um, turned against him and doesn't really want to kind of hang around their dad. And so um, the dating coach was pretty much saying that you're dealing with so much baggage. Why did you sleep with him on the first night or the first date? You know what I mean? That already like he got what he wanted. And they're just saying a whole bunch of she was just saying a whole bunch of things like you don't need to be getting into all that baggage. I know you may want like a father figure for your kids, but at what like sacrifice? Like, just don't even do it. You don't even know what he's saying is true. Is he really married? Is he getting a divorce? You don't know none of those things. And then the first babies, like one commenter said like, wow, and you got uh, a set of twins that's one year old. Like they still fresh out the wound. So are the wound. So it, it's not worth it. So sometimes you got to assess the situation and think, is this worth dating? Is this person worth dating? First of all, you can't see each other because you're in a long distance relationship and you got all that baggage. Whew. Imagine all the other baggage that possibly could come with it. So pros and cons to online dating. Now, organic meeting, which is pretty much when you just happen to meet someone somewhere and you just vibe, you hit it off and you just see where it goes from there. So the pro is that you can build from that encounter and literally you have like someone that you feel is like, hey, the homie I could kick it with. We can hang out and become friends and then eventually build a relationship. The con is that you don't really know anything about that person besides of the, whatever organization that you're participating in. You know that, hey, they like to volunteer. Whatever it is that you're doing, you know that they like to do that. So, you know, at that point you could tell like, okay, this person really likes to get out and, you know, kind of um, serve the community. And that's a plus. And then you can build from that. And then maybe you'll have other common interests that you can also build from as well. So in my mind, if I were to guess or to think if you guys want to know what I felt was the best way of going about dating, whether it was um, mutual friendship, online dating or organic meeting, I would say organic meeting. I just honestly feel like that's just the best way. Meeting someone organically where it's not even like you tried, it's not like you sought to go find someone, it just kind of happened. You were somewhere, they were there, and y'all clicked. It wasn't even like, I'm going to go for this person or I'm looking. It just it happened. And I think those are the ones that you never expect. And those are the ones that always work out, the ones that you didn't see coming, but then they just happen. And you're like, who would have thought? I would have never guessed. And I think those are the best relationships. You can sit back and look back and be like, wow, this relationship I didn't think would ever you know, happen, but it did. And those are the ones I feel like you can continue to tell to your grandchildren and to your friends and family of how y'all met because it's a situation that you didn't expect to happen. I think those are the best relationships. Anyways, I hope that you all enjoyed uh, this segment and I'll be coming back with you guys next week for another topic. So stay tuned. Bye, ladies and gentlemen.